Hello, everyone. This is Premier Chess CEO, National Master Evan Rabin, and I'm very excited to be here on episode 232 of the Premier Chess podcast, where every week we interview great chess professionals, business coaches, attorneys, uh, nonprofit leaders, many others who have found their passion in whatever it is that they do. Uh, this week, we have a new uh, colleague of mine, Scott Eisenberg, who's a real estate attorney, uh, broker, uh, as well as founder of SwapTheBiz.com. Uh, uh, we met uh, fairly recently, uh, actually on Facebook, uh, but had uh, a lot of mutual connections uh, as well. And uh, yeah, it's my pleasure having you uh, on the podcast today. How's everything going? Yeah, it's been a nice day so far. And Evan, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to spend with me here. And I'm excited to be here. So thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, this is also actually uh, a little bit of a unique uh, episode. You might actually hear uh, a bit of background noise uh, behind me. I'm actually uh, at the last minute uh, somewhat. I went to a kosher fest, uh, a huge uh, kosher food festival. Uh, it's actually incredible. My good friend Yehuda Welton uh, is here uh, with me, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, he, he was staying by me actually for a couple of days for the fest. And, uh, I was just like, that sounds awesome. You know, a bunch of kosher food vendors, uh, in Secaucus, New Jersey. Why not? Uh, his brother actually, uh, Lady Welton, uh, married, uh, my wife, Stacy and I a few weeks ago. And, uh, Lady is actually, uh, coming on the podcast for a second time, uh, this month to, uh, you know, talk about his book. Um, so, uh, you know, very excited about that, but, um, anyway, going back to, uh, Scott and, uh, this episode, um, you know, I guess the, the first thing that I was a little bit curious about, uh, is just you being a jack of all trades. You know, I feel like most, uh, you know, successful real estate people I know, are you know, pretty much in real estate full time. Uh, you know, most real estate attorneys that I know, you know, pretty much practice real estate law. Uh, full time, you know, and pretty much I would say the same thing goes with, uh, you know, people who find, uh, you know, networking uh, businesses like yourself. So um, what what is it like being sort of a jack of all trades and, uh, you know, what, what makes you, uh, you know, really want to do that? So great question. And before we jump into that, first of all, mazel tov on the wedding. That's Thank awesome. You. So <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's great. And uh be careful if you're uh, eating too much at this festival today. You don't want to put on too much. Oh, my many, God. Uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, by the way, I want to thank my friend Brent Delman. Uh, he actually is the founder of The Cheese Guy. Uh, incredible kosher cheese. He's the one who, you know, kind of hooked me up and, and got me in here. But, um, wow, I already ate a lot, a lot of food. And uh, there's a lot more. And, uh, you know, you can't see it with the virtual background. But uh, it's just, it's crazy. You know, kosher food companies around the country. and uh, you know, it's incredible. So <laughs> I could imagine. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, in terms of my background, right. Uh, it may sound like that, you know, and you hear the saying, Jack of all trades, master of none, but they kind of all actually fit very well uh, together uh, because at the end of the day, it's all about doing deals. And so I'm an attorney, but I'm a real estate attorney, right. Hmm. Doing real estate transactions, Right. And I've been doing that for, you know, on my own for 19 years and I guess over 20 years uh, at this point in totality. Uh, mm. The networking, uh, you know, is a part of building any business. So it's kind of, you know, an outflow of that. 
And it's something that, you know, I built uh, in tandem with the law firm. Uh, mm. And that's all about connecting people. And that's always been kind of, you know, a staple for me uh, is how do you help other businesses? And I just found an opportunity to turn that into a business in and of itself. And of certainly real estate on the sales side, right, as, as a realtor is, you know, an opportunity to interact with people and to utilize skills as an attorney, which require negotiation, right? Sales and marketing are part of the business networking community that I actually teach classes on because education is a big component of that and utilizing that as a base. But the biggest thing at the end of the day is how do you manage people and manage deals? And that fits into all of this, right? Because it's anticipating the pitfalls. It's, you know, making sure that everyone's comfortable. It's taking those extra steps uh, always. And that's important as a real estate attorney. That's important as a realtor. And that's important in uh, helping people network and connect with each other. So that's kind of how I see all three of those things kind of flowing together. And uh, that's kind of how it's been. So it's all rewarding at the end of the day, though. Yeah, so I guess I, you know, what it comes down to is uh, what my good friend and I, I believe uh, acquaintance of yours as well, Michael Deutsch, uh, after my first podcast guest, you know, like to talk sure. about all the time, uh, you know, it's just the idea of transferable skills, you know, so when you're teaching, uh, you know, chess, for instance, right, we're teaching business and life lessons, uh, you know, through the game. Uh, so when you're, uh, you know, closing a deal, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you know, whether it's, uh, in real estate, uh, you know, working as a, a broker, you know, networking, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're closing deals, you know, and I remember actually my uh, marketing professor at, at Brandeis, who's still uh, a very close friend and, and mentor, uh, you know, Grace Zimmerman, you know, she used to talk about all the time, you know, it doesn't matter the industry, you know, marketing is marketing, sales is sales. You know, she used to talk about one uh, story where her friend from business school was a big, you know, football player and, you know, got his first job as a marketing executive, uh, you know, at, at a beauty company, you know, but uh, at the end of the day, he was great at what he did. Why? Because it was marketing. You know, it didn't matter if it was tech or beauty or, you know, somewhere else. But, um, yeah, it was all about, uh, you know, the art of, uh, of, of marketing, right? So um, I guess one thing I, I, I was a little curious about is, uh, you know, you're, you're a real estate broker as well as a real estate attorney. Uh, I know you do mostly work uh, around New Jersey, both commercial and uh, residential. Uh, I was actually taking a little look of, at your listings earlier today. You got, I mean, you know, very fancy homes, and then you have like a diner. So, um, <laughs> how, how, how does like your commercial uh, real estate work uh, kind of differ from your uh, residential? So, actually, I really actually primarily focus on the residential. The commercial is mostly at this point in time referred out to other agents. I actually tend to refer out a lot of deals, even on residential, because not everything is going to be hyper local to my geography. So, that becomes a big opportunity in trying to locate agents. Um, I have a lot of referral partners currently, but certainly I'm always interested in meeting other realtors that, you know, kind of fit the same mold, have, you know, a background, not only with the basic skill sets, but have, you know, 
you know, specificity in that particular local market as well. So that's always very important for me. Incredible. And uh, have you have you seen a lot of like difference? And 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 I know you're not doing you know too much of commercial now, but have you seen any differences in in the the work when it comes to uh, like commercial versus residential? Uh oh yeah. I mean it's I mean. They're, those are two totally different, you know, beasts, I guess, as you might describe them. Uh, you know, residential, you know, more often than not, you know, people aren't doing, you know, buying 20 personal homes in their life. I mean, certain very affluent people do. Uh, but generally, this is a big moment. It's very wrought with emotions and managing that is very significant. The commercial transactions are more business oriented, right? Uh, sure. So it's very, very different in the approach and what things can be triggers and what things matter and how you have to, you know, handle it. So, uh, you know, those are definitely two different worlds in terms of that, the length of time that a commercial deal is going to take from start to finish is going to be significantly more. Uh, and it really will depend, you know, on, on those, you know, particularities of those deals, right? Uh, you know, the commercial is going to be probably much more broad in terms of geography, assuming it's a, it's a sale, right? Uh, someone's buying uh, something, you know, in terms of where they might be considering, unless it's for a particular business. So it, re it really depends. Uh, but at the end of the day, the real big differentiator between the two is it's it's the it's the emotions that you have to really try and keep in check when it comes to the residential deals and help people manage and get through, uh, you know, a lot of that, because it's very easy for things in all of these deals to be misinterpreted. And, uh, you know, people are very tied, you know, when it's in their home. Right. And. You don't like something about it or, you know, the buyer, does, you know, you ask them to change something, right? As part of, you might not want to make that part of your deal point because that can be a trigger. So you have to be very careful and uh, know how to manage what you can do, what you can't do at the end of the day in these transactions. Interesting. Interesting. And uh, yeah, and and I understand how, uh, you know, look, it's a, it's a long process, uh, you know, and uh but, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, after repetition, uh, you know, things, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, at least hopefully get uh, a little a little easier. Right. So um, do you see uh, any ways that uh, the, the, the law that uh, you, you, you practice uh, might relate to a chess game at all um, in terms of, you know, judgment training or uh, anything like that? In terms of, I'm sorry, what training? Uh, judgment training, you know, being able to think on your feet, you know, versus, uh, you know, knowing, oh. you know, the law in and out. Or how do you see, uh, you know, your, your yeah, I mean, let's, relating to I mean, I, in some way? Yes. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, you know, a really important aspect, uh, you know, what you're hitting on and suggesting is, right, uh, it's a, the ability to bob and weave, right, uh, you know, in a game and react and deal in the moment and think strategically is part of legal training to begin with. And what's important in real estate deals and any kind of deals ultimately. So those two worlds, you know, certainly come together and yeah, 
being able to you know anticipate but being able to deal with what's in the moment in not necessarily only a reactive sense but also a forward thinking sense and it's i think it's the conglomeration of being able to of other experiences right of other situations that you've had in different uh chess games and being able to apply but it's not always the same so it's 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 not i guess and this is similar in real estate also what i'm what i'm getting at is you might not have dealt with the situation but having dealt with situations gives you the insight to be able to manage uh, those new situations, right? You're always going to have a way to go about it. You're going to have an idea. You're thinking three steps ahead always. And I think that's what matters in chess uh, as well. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, both anticipation uh, is important, uh, but at the same time, it's also, uh, you know, being able to deal with uh, unexpected uh, things as well, you know, and, and, and right. being uh, resilient. Uh, you know, when, uh, you know, someone ha something happens that, uh, you know, you, you didn't expect, um, you know, you can calculate as much as you want, but, uh, you know, you're still going to be some surprised uh, at, at, at a certain point. So um, I did want to yes. transition, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, chess law and real estate. Uh, but I do know that you're also spending, uh, you know, a lot of time building your networking company, uh, Swap the Bids. Um, you know, we've had a lot of great uh, networking professionals, of course, uh, on the podcast, like my good friend, Rafi Salem, who, uh, you know, started his own mastermind group. I believe you know him as well. Uh, I've been yeah. the founder of BNI. <laughs> uh, sure. Obviously a pretty big name in, in, in networking, but um, can, can you tell us a little bit about how your uh, networking organization got started and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, why you think uh, networking is so important? Yeah, so uh, the way I, uh, basically it started, uh, it was uh, 2008 mortgage meltdown. So where it impacted me in my law practice was in 2009. I finally started to feel it a little bit. And it caused me to go out to uh, networking events. And, uh, you know, I had a background in nightlife uh, and doing events uh, while I was in law school. Uh, and subsequent to that, prior to practicing law, so doing events was a was a big part of you know me, I guess so to speak. And this was what I saw as an opportunity to put on events that you know the ones that I was attending at least were during the week. They didn't impact my family life. Obviously, I was married and had kids and already, and uh, they didn't take up my my weekends. So. For me, it was like a light bulb. I saw how I could merge more entertainment into these events and make them have a little bit more life. And that's what we went after initially. You know, where we ultimately found ourselves uh, were more business development groups uh, that became small groups. But we started out with some larger, larger events. Uh, and where we are today, uh, you know, the way we operate real rapidly is. You know, they're small groups, one person per business category. The value of this overall is utilization of time. That's the bottom line. Um, it's a more efficient utilization of time compared to a lot of other things that are out there. Uh, it's a 90 minute meeting. 
once a month. That meeting begins with an icebreaker question emailed to you in advance, a way to build conversation. After the icebreaker, we have two members present, a little Q&A with them. Then it's a business topic discussion. We email you a handout that I've created in advance on the topic, sales, social media, marketing, cold calling, you name it. Uh, so you can be prepared. And then in the meeting, we break you out into pairs for you to discuss the topic and build relationship in tandem. Right, right before we uh, uh, you know, complete that break, or after that breakout, we then have a peer learning discussion on the topic, followed by four rounds of speed networking. And we schedule follow-ups for each of those as well. So inside the meeting itself, you do five one-to-ones and you schedule five follow-ups which is a place where most people fail in these groups. So, uh, you know, that's been, you know, basically our format and it's been really successful for those that are busy. Now your month is set up and you've done everything within that 90 minute uh, sphere. Uh, networking, you know, in your second question is, you know, it's vital for every business, right? We need to connect with people. We need to learn about other things that are happening in our business and other industries constantly because education is a key to hmm. success and success, right? The more we know, the more insight we have, we can share with others that we meet. Uh, and that raises our value to both our clients and our referral partners alike. But, uh, you know, in business, the way to be successful is for people to say you're the go-to person, right? That you have value. So you have to constantly be meeting people, but you have to bring them value. And that's the most important thing that I can speak to in terms of networking is make sure that you're focused on bringing the value, not focused on asking for anything out of it, not expecting either, you know, it'll come. Well, as they say in BNI, right? Givers gain, you know? So it's all about sure. giving value. Um, and I actually, I went, uh, the other day, my good friend, Jody Samuels, who's been on the podcast as well, uh, founder of JICNY organized a great event with David Siegel, who actually is the CEO of Meetup. And, uh, one thing David, uh, was saying the other day is, uh, you know, everyone here in, in some way, shape or form could, you know, help somebody, you know, so rather than go, you know, kind of promote your business, I have to try to figure out how you can help one person here, you know, tonight. Uh, before you leave, um, I thought that was, you know, really, uh, you know, motivational and important, um, you know, and just, uh, you know, realizing that, uh, you know, it, it's important to, uh, you know, give and, and value. And, uh, you know, I remember when I was, you know, fairly new to networking, you know, I made that mistake big time. You know, I'd go to an event, you know, I, I, I wouldn't even barely ask any questions to the other person about their business. And it was all like, you know, hey, we, I run a chess company. You know, we, we do business, corporate classes, school programs, private lessons. Who do you know that, you know, I can meet, uh, you know, and so forth. Uh, not even trying to figure out, uh, you know, how I can help, you know, the other person. Uh, and also, by the way, one thing I, I want to, you know, like mention is I think it's important to be proactive, uh, you know, in, in helping people out as well. You know, I shouldn't be thinking of you, for instance, just when I hear someone saying, oh, yeah, I'm looking to buy a place in New Jersey. Or, hey, I'm looking to, uh, you know, buy a place. I need a real estate attorney. I, I should be thinking about you when I meet other New Jersey real estate agents, you know, that might need a broker, uh, need, need an attorney, you know, like yourself. Uh, right. So it, it's being uh, a little bit more 
uh, proactive uh, than than otherwise. You know, I think is uh, important. Right, so, but it's again in that it's it's still my responsibility to be valuable to you, right? So that you are thinking about me, right? You're busy doing your thing, and that's okay, and that's normal, right? We're all focused on our particular business, so it's the responsibility of our referral partners to make sure we're top of mind. And there's you know great ways to do that is you know stories, uh, you know sharing stories of success of value things that you've done that are special interesting fun extraordinary because those are repeatable and that's that's like honestly the most important thing that i always talk about at swap the biz is that in business and in networking you want people to think about you and talk about you that's yeah. it if you get that to happen you're going to be successful and if you tell great stories that are repeatable People are thinking about you when they tell them and talking about you. So it's a win, right? And that creates opportunities. That's the best thing you can do. So impart value. Absolutely. Right. And I would say it's especially important when, you know, you're someone like a real estate broker, when there are thousands of them. Uh, you know, me, I, and yes, there are actually, by the way, many other chess companies out there, many of which have been, you know, on my podcast, for instance, uh, but most of them, quite frankly, don't do nearly as much networking as me, right? I mean, how, how many other chess players have you met networking or just zero, teaching, zero, right? Point zero. <laughs> right? So, you know, yes, I go to a BNI meeting, like, oh, chess, you know, but uh, how many other real estate brokers did you meet, you know, networking in the last like week, <laughs> right? right? Probably Not many, common. you know, so broker uh, or and especially in a position where you're a real estate broker or, uh, you know, other situation where, uh, you know, there's a lot of competition. Uh, yeah, I think value is uh, even more important. So um, anyway, Scott, I really want to thank you for taking some time to uh, talk here about uh, you know, being a jack of all trades, uh, reacting in both chess, law and, and real estate, uh, talking a little bit about organizational management uh, and value and uh, networking. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add while you're on the podcast? No, this has been great. And, you know, obviously to you, let's, you know, be more thoughtful of how I can bring more value to you. I appreciate you bringing me on here, of course. And, you know, to whoever might be listening to this, uh, you know, if you're looking to connect in ways for me to be more helpful, you know, feel free to reach out, connect, uh, you know, any way and every way, you know, via LinkedIn or otherwise. So thanks so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, you know, for coming on. And, you know, look, we definitely look forward to uh, staying in touch and, uh, you know, maybe checking out your groups uh, a little bit more as well. And, uh, yeah, thank you for your time. Uh, lastly, if anyone wants to reach out, learn more about your group, learn more about your real estate practice, your law practice, uh, what would be the best way for people to reach you? Uh, I guess uh, I guess they could email me or call me, phone number. Happy to share is 917-306-6618. Email either scott.eisenberg at exprealty.com or scott at swapthebiz.com. Either of those will work. So that'd be great. Okay. Well, amazing. Thank you so much for your time and look forward to being in touch. Yeah. No, looking forward to doing more things together. Thank you so much for this. It was great today, Evan. Great job. Thank you. Bye-bye. Likewise. Well, thank you uh, for coming on. Uh, Premier Chess, Conquer the Game, Master Your Life.
Uh, have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.